morning, everybody. As soon as I start opening my mouth, we move away from what we are. Mm. <laughs> Bit counterproductive, this satsang lark, huh? <laughs> anyway, it happens what to do. You always were what you are. You can't not be what you are. His mind tries to know what it is, huh? Mind wants to grab it and control it and relish in it and enjoy it. And it's just mind doing its thing. It'll always do its thing. Believing it is a problem. What to do, huh? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> this show will go on, changing this show, I'm sure that can make no difference. The amount that you participate in it or don't participate in it or whatever, you know, the character will do its thing. Oh, if my life changed, I could go with him. Oh, if I didn't have a crazy job, I'd have time for meditation. Hmm. <laughs> an inside gig. It's nothing to do with the outside world at all. But if there's an investment in the outside world, if there's that energetic attachment to the outside world, well, suffering will happen. That happens too. There's nothing wrong with the outside world, you know, it doesn't need to be fixed or anything. It's just playing its show. Let your part be played as good as you can, and sure that's enough. Let it be enough, huh? And mind will yield, or it won't yield, in its persistence to present everything as real. That's not you either. It's not you either. I, um, before I actually begin with something, I just have one clarifying question. And that is that I have heard, um, you know, via another teacher, that there is an awakened felt presence or sense of presence when you awaken. Is that your experience? No. Okay, I was wondering how you got an experience if you, when you said yesterday you're outside the movie. So... So what, what I heard you say yesterday is that, you know, there's nothing, you're not... There's nothing. Okay. Okay, thanks. Phenomenally, we can say there's anything. You can say there's a pain in my toe. I mean, phenomenally, you can, but, but it's not real. It's like phenomenal. So if there's a sense of, of a presence, it's, it's not real. Like, no. it's not real. So, so there's no attention paid to what's not real here, do you know? Yeah, yeah. So... 
Okay, thanks. No, no. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, I liked yesterday when you talked about um, sort of the, the, the uh, trying to realize, or trying is not the right word, but, you know, in being in this journey as being a passion, I could, mm. I could relate to that. And when I came in here on Friday night, I sort of had shared that on an intellectual level. I got that there's, like, no one really here. Uh-huh. Um, but I wanted to, like, take it down to really kind of know it on a gut level. Yeah. And, you know, and then on Saturday, yesterday, you know, what you're sharing, that helped. You talked about how, you know, thinking happens, but there's no one listening. And, and then the one that really got my attention was when you said pain happens, but there's no one there sort of taking a delivery of it. That mm-hmm. was very interesting to me because I'm not there yet. Uh, but um, then I was asking yesterday, and I'm sort of also doing this for the for all of us, but I started asking for steps that, you know, that would be needed for the I thought to drop. And you talked about the meaning, you know, giving too much meaning or value to life. And I've I've, I've worked with that one, and I, I can very easily see that, you know, it just, you know, it, it, you know, it's all the flip of a coin or how my thought processes are working as far as the meaning. I got the meaning of life, okay, that there is no meaning of life. Um, but then we went into searching, and I got stuck there. Uh, and you shared that searching is what keeps the eye alive. Mm. And uh, you also then went on to say that searching is futile, so... And that gave me a little head-scratching. And um, I've also heard that if I give up the search, that what I'm looking for is already there. You said it yourself in different words yesterday. Yeah, but if you give up the search, you'd just be an eye who's not searching. Yeah, yeah, I see that. And okay. I'm, actually, I'm getting there, because I really, I really would like to pick this one apart. Okay. Uh, and thank you for that clarification. Um, okay, so then... The end of the search, you asked me something to the effect of, do you still see value in the search? And the answer is yes, I do, because the search is what has brought me to this point of understanding that it's the eye drop, it's the eye thought that needs to be dropped. Mm. So without the search, mm. you know, I'd mm. still just be, mm. I don't know, twiddling my thumbs. So, um, <clears throat> but then I began to wonder. <clears throat> if that's as good as the search can get me, can it get me any further? Mm. Mind is so clever that it will keep presenting new little realizations forever. And it will convince itself that every realization is getting you further. Uh That's what it does. So while there's an addiction to like, oh, I get it, to that kind of release, you know, that kind of when when there's a little eureka moment, when something is understood, there's like a something relaxes. And there can be an addiction to that, oh, it's a nice, buzzy feeling, you know? It does make you feel like you're getting somewhere. It does, of course. This is the addiction. This is the hook. Okay, okay, that I'm getting somewhere. Yeah. Now, this brings up, I'm not finished with this yet, but let me explore this. This brings up something else, and that is that I do think I'm getting somewhere. Mm -hmm. You know, so I would like to dismantle that one. I mean, 
I think that, well, I did get somewhere. First off, you know, I think... If the eye is real, the eye is getting someplace. <laughs> you know, the eye will continue to be getting someplace. It'll never just finally arrive, though. That's the difference. But as long as you're happy with the eye getting someplace, as long as that's still working for you, it's just going to continue like that. The eye continuing to be getting someplace. It'll spin out and it'll spin out. Well, no, you know, I don't need to kill another year or two on this. I'd rather take up a hobby. I mean, you know, I'd like to, you know. If that's what you'd rather do, then do that. But this I thought, okay, okay, so the eye's gotten me as far as it can go. Okay. Well, well, I don't know, has it? That's just another thought. No, the eye will keep taking you to further places. You have to see that that's the game of the eye. To say that the eye is taking me as far as it can go, no, that's not true. I'm not agreeing with that at all. Okay. Well, let's dismantle it. Yeah, okay, we'll go again. <laughs> so, so what the eye will do will keep telling you that it's taking you to finer places, more subtle understanding, more refinement. It will keep telling you this. Yes, I've met somebody like this. I, I, well, no, I mean, and I guess I am too, but I, I mean, but no, no, but they're like, they're like, they seem more evolved. Mm. Yes, this is, this is how the eye works, um, that there is an evolution, there's a place to go, there's whatever. Well, then, if there's no place to go, uh -huh. then, you know, I'm just here. Or not, I'm not just here, but... No, you're not. Yeah, yeah. You're not here at all. So what to do? Correct. What to do. Okay, now we're talking. What to do. I think I'd like a how. Uh-huh, mind does. It does how. How is mind, no? It's cause-effect. If I do this, I get this. That's the how business. You've shared that it's not I that drops the I belief. The I belief drops. Yeah, it's seen through. It's seen through. Mm. Oh, I see. Like, I uh -huh. see that it's not real. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Can you, like, you know, talk a little more about that? Yeah. That's, that's as far as mind can go. That it sees that it's a dog chasing its own tail. It gets the gag. Mind can do that. It can't see what is real, but it can see what's not real. It can only see what it's not. So it can only see, at the end of the day, that it's not real. Mind can do this. It can know it's not real. <coughs> okay. I mean, I've seen yeah, there's an eye here, but that's, oh, i got to talk. Yeah, um, sure. Yeah, this, I mean, this whole story I've put together, mm -hmm. I, I see that, and I see, you know, I've even cl cleaned it up. You know, I think it's a nicer story now, you know, I've, embellished it and yeah. you know so I mean I so there's an understanding that there's a nice story I think I said on Friday you know it, it's a story in the mind you know but it doesn't make it real what would make something real how do you know something is real I can touch it I know my foot's real because I can touch it right really oh dear 
So if you touched like a, a statue, how would you know? And you were blindfolded. How would you know if it was a person or if it was a statue? Well, I mean, through the, through the textile touch, um, maybe I'm being a little too scientific here. So you're saying if I touch something, how would I know whether it was real or not? Yeah. I'm assuming through my senses I would get that it is real. You don't agree with that? Well, I'm not sure that it's always true. That will work some of the time. So if you can't touch the air, or you can't touch the sun, or you, it's oh, not there true. then, is it? You know? Or you can't touch the azaleas outside the window right now, and does that mean they're not real? Or oh, that's what's that's real. very helpful. The senses are a way of giving information to the brain in order to function. Does it actually have mm, the, the ability to say what's real and what's not real? You can probably, if somebody pinched you in a dream, you'd probably feel it in a dream. Do you know? I, I see that my senses, so I'm taking the, and I guess it is the eye, taking the, the sensory data. Yes. And then interpreting it. Yes. That this is real. Yes. Just like the sensory data of the world calling that form, Cassie, you're taking that as real too. Same mechanism. Things have been trusted for a long time. Certain thoughts, once they're downloaded, they're taken to be real. They haven't been questioned. I believe that. You know, if belief can enter in again, okay. Yeah, it's fine. Okay. Um, I'm going to assume that, you know, all the people in this room are real. But that's, that's only assumptions. It's an assumption, yes. It's all based on assumptions, yes. And then this, this, this character in this story, I just assumed it was real. I never questioned it. Yeah, I, I, I buy that. It's like the, 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 the world or communities or whatever way that the agreement is in the phenomenal world, certain assumptions are just not questioned to make things work. You see? That's yeah. Just, that's just the way it works. That's how the movie works. You know? So that's, that's just part of the, the plot to make this gig real. But it's like, okay, go into the engine room now and see that that was just a way to make the thing cohesive. That we had an agreed set of laws. You know? We, we do it on every level, no? That's macro about, well, if I exist, you exist. So therefore, let's both imagine we exist and we tell our kids that they exist and they have a name and, and, and you know, and this is real and that's real and that's yours and that's his. And, you know, all these laws come in really early, huh? Yes. You know, just like we have agreed laws that everybody here drives on the wrong side of the road. You know, and that's all agreed then, and this is another thing, you know, and then that's the proper way to drive, you know, and you go to Ireland, and it's not the proper way to drive, you see, so, so we have these little other assumptions, you know, and you go to a developing country, and wow, like, it's like, yeah. oh my God, everything that I assumed, and you, then you begin to see all the assumptions you made, you know, when you go to another country that's, like, completely of a different culture, Yeah. the assumptions that, that, you didn't even know you had assumptions about how to behave, because another culture does the opposite, 
You see? Yes, I do. You see? So there's all these layers of assumptions, of agreed behaviours. Just like agreeing to drive on the left-hand side of the road, or the right-hand side of the road, the agreement is that Cathy is real and Jack is real. Cathy the character. Yeah, or that there's something there that exists. Something there that is real. A woman, a spirit, a soul, it depends what tradition you come from, whatever you want to call it. We can say a personality, we can say any level of it. Okay. Okay, I'm, I'm you know, I'm following. Yeah, yeah. So the I who talks from the Cathy form, is she real? Or has it just been assumed? No, I, th I think that's been assumed. I mean, I was uh, contemplating on what you said about the thinking mind and the functional mind. I realized, you know, the functional mind was fine, but the other was just commentary. Yes. You know, I can have a running story on, you know. Mm. I mean, I had to catch myself with the traffic this morning, just driving here, you know, mm. the assumptions. And it was real interesting because when I stopped all the commentary, there was just driving. Mm. You know, there was just, you know, it was, it was seen very differently. So I do think that I, I've met, you know, that there's been assumptions made here. Yes. Yes. There's an assumption that the I is an independent, existing, individual entity. There's been an assumption that there is separation. Okay, well, I want to explore this one. Because while I don't, well, I don't think that there's a, you know, a, a personality is not the right word. The character that you've been talking about, the, the story, the story mm -hmm. of Kathy. Okay. There's still this, this body that's separate from that body. So I'm still seeing some separation. It's separate from the body if, if, if we go by one, one perspective. If you look at it all as a piece of energy, there isn't. There's no place of where, where one form starts and another stops. It all depends on your perspective. It all depends on your perspective. Like, okay, I'm picking up a glass of water now, right? Yeah. Scientifically, it's proven that even though I can feel the weight, I can feel the texture, I can feel the temperature of all of this with my fingers, I'm actually physically not touching the actual glass. Oh, but you're not touching it because there's air molecules? Yeah, absolutely. There's all kinds of things resonating. There's all kinds of things going on. You physically don't touch. It's just an effect of what's, what's between it. There's no actual end of Cathy and start of something else. There isn't. It's uh, one big, huge mass of energy that keeps rolling and maneuvering. It's one big ball. But, but the labeling mind pulls in, well, that's where that stops and that starts. And so here we believe the eyesight, okay? You know, if you can see energy, you'll know that you don't stop at the edge of your skin. You'll say like, whoa, there's seven layers there of an aura and she's out like about... 14 inches if she's in good shape, do you know? Or you're like four yeah. inches if you're protecting yourself. Do you know? I mean, yeah. like, what, what set of glasses will we use to see where's the boundary between, between Jack and Cathy? There is, actually is none. Everything is interconnected. It's just one big mess. So it's sort of a, a, a melding? Or a... If there was two, there'd be a melding, but, but oh, oh, oh. there actually isn't. So the... the, the... Energy here is manifesting in this form and the energy there is manifesting into that form? It's Could one energy and mind says they are two separate forms. Okay. In order to make life work, the kind of life that it has evolved into. Okay, okay. I'm, I'm, yeah. You're still um, with it? Yeah, 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 yeah. 
So then, what's real there? Nothing is real. Nothing? No. Nothing is real. Okay, I'm not there. Well, <laughs> but you are, you see, there's only there. Um, um, okay. We can say that this is not real. What you really are, in order to let it be a contrast of this, I can say it's real. <coughs> I can say it's unchanging. I can say it's outside of the movie. But to be brutally honest, I'd have to say the reality quality, the reality label is only a pointer. Because if that's real and this is unreal, well then that, which is outside of the movie, is actually within the movie because it's the opposite of what the movie is. Oh, got it. Do you see? So it's true and not true. This is the paradoxical nature of things. Oof. You see? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm with you, but we're like, you know. I'm yeah, not... yeah, yeah. It's all right. If you're hanging on to the thread, it went on. Yeah, it's yeah, great. okay. <laughs> um, well, let me go back, though, because I want to go back to this dropping of the eye. Mm -hmm. Or is this sure. really all, I guess, in some ways, this all? Yes, it's all the same. Okay. Okay, so the search got me to a certain point that I knew it was around the dropping of the belief. My assumption is it can't take me the rest of the way if it took me, you know, it got me there. Then, but it's not the eye who drops. It's not the eye who drops the eye, it drops. And I also remember more than once you've said, there's nowhere to go, there's nothing to get. Now, I, I get that there's nothing to get because it's, mm. it's a dropping, mm -hmm. so... Yeah. You know, yeah. I get that, but yeah. the nowhere to go, mm. nowhere to go. Okay, so then I'm just here. There's nowhere to go. Are you here? No, no. <laughs> oh shoot, that doesn't sound good. Wait a minute. Um, no, I'm not. With what you just shared with me. Well, no, the Kathy character is not here. Well, I mean. She's pretending she's not here. In actuality, when she walks out the door, there's still something there. But I, I don't know. I'm confused. Well, you see, the character or the personality, it, that's actually fine. That's used by consciousness. Knowing that you're not it is the key. Not being identified with it. Not defending it or, you know, you know how the game is when you think that you are Kathy. Yes. Okay. So let the character and the personality, that's fine. Don't be bothered with her at all. Sure, she's doing her thing. Okay. You know, for some, you know, I like to break things down. Yeah. And so, you know, I mean, so for small steps yesterday and today, I, if I caught myself analyzing or interpreting somebody's behavior, I would just immediately drop it. Yeah. So, you know, so I guess I was like trying not to do any judging. Yeah. But other than that, you basically have told me that the I can't do a bloody thing here. You know, so... It can and it can't. Phenomenally, it's going to try and do something. So let it do its thing, knowing that it's not you. That's the key. You see, if the I is saying, well, I can't do anything, it's just grabbing a new concept. And then it's going to be a non-doing doer. Oh, yeah. I'm with you. 
Sure, where are we going with that, like? Do you see? So the whole key is knowing that that I story is not me. That's it's all. It's only about mistaken identity. It's who am I? It's self-realization, realizing your true self. That's, that's what it's about. It's about nothing else. Okay, now I was playing with some of that also, um, you know, contemplating. And I remember yesterday you talked about how when you came back through the layers, you came into this unspeakable love. Is that, in truth, who I am? I mean, like, if no, I meditate, nothing. I can... No, that's just, an, that's just a, a, state a state that kicks in when, when mind is trying to, you know, when functioning mind is cranking up again. Okay. How about, you know, when you meditate and, you know, it'll be very peaceful? That's a state of mind. State of mind. It's all a state of mind. Everything is. Just states of mind. Except for the dropping of the, or not believing in the I thought? Not believing in the, when, when that's not believed, what's called then the natural state is what prevails. Because, because it's just what's natural. It's not... Uh, uh, it's not a state that comes and goes. It's, you know, it's not, there's no interest in it. There's no nothing. It's just, it's just what's naturally there. So it's called a natural state because there are no states of mind that are of interest. Okay, I understand that, that space between thoughts. Okay. I mean, that's, yeah. I, I you know, yeah. is there any way to, I, mean, I really get that, you know, that's, you know, it's like when you're not thinking about things, it's, it's pretty nice, you know. I mean, it's it's pretty relaxing. It's and the moment that you see it's relaxing, you're thinking again. Thanks. Yes. How to hook up? And I know you can't, but I got to use some words here to hook up that that natural state with no eye. But the eye is only thought. So when you're not thinking. You're in that no thought natural space. Mm -hmm. And you're not running an eye story. And now the eye is trying to fix it. The eye is saying, how, how can I do that so that it can maintain itself? And it's the freaking problem, no? Yes. It's trying to sneak in any which way it can. Yeah, you're right. I was willing to be love. I mean, you know. <laughs> oh, forget it. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah. So it, even now, it's trying to come back in. All you can do is not this, not this, not this. At this point, all you can see is what you're not. Not the body, not the thinking. Yeah. Except when I'm just in this relaxed... You won't know you're in it. You'll only see when you're in identification. When there's no I, there's nobody there experiencing, oh, I'm in the natural state. It's like, yeah, dream on. Oh, got it. Yeah, I'm with you. You see? Yeah, it's like the pain. Yes. Okay. Mm -hmm. That That's helpful. So then, so I could be doing it a lot during the day and I wouldn't know it. Correct. It's that the gaps between the eye stories gets larger, or the frequency with which eye stories are seen gets faster. Okay. Oh, yeah. Okay. All right. So that's sort of, if you have to have a little do, 
that's the dew until yes. it drops. Yes. And it's going to do it when it does it. It's just like zero tolerance for running eye stories, for running subjective perception. Zero tolerance. All you can do is nip it when that's running. It's the frequency, you see, with which you see mistaken identity running. It's the frequency with which you nip an eye story. Okay. But in the beginning, it's, it's sort of, you know, I mean, I, I'm sorry to put it in such small terms, but it's basically a, a practice. I mean, you sort of get the wheel running. You, yes, you... sure. Yeah, the mind, you know, the mind has to. The mind is the only tool that the mind has. Uh -huh. It's all mind, you see, you know. Yeah, yeah, I do. Mm. And, you know, I am getting tired of... Um, so. Oh, and here's another question I had. I was thinking, well, you know, books, DVDs, satsang. So, I mean, do you, do you need any of it? I mean, you know... Yes and no. Yes and no. I mean, should I be sitting in here really, like, trying to understand everything? Or If, if that's what pulls, that's what pulls. If it doesn't, it doesn't. Okay. It's going to play the way it will. And it can really get to the point where pain wouldn't be noticed. Yeah, where pain doesn't cause suffering. Oh, okay. But it sounded like you didn't even have... You didn't take any delivery of it from the way you talked. Yeah, thing. but don't set that up as a standard, you know? Yeah, I guess that's just a nice one, but okay, yeah. You no, know, it's just like... Okay, but there's nobody suffering there. That no, there's nobody suffering, whether pain is noticed or not. That's probably a personality thing. I don't know. Oh, oh. Maybe of a high threshold for pain. I don't know. I mean, well, that I makes don't know. sense. I'm with you, know? you. Yes, I do. I'm with you. There's so many variables. Okay, so there's nowhere to go because we're already here. There's and no we. Really, there's no we. There's no place. There's nowhere to go because you were never here. You can't be here. There's no here and there's no you. I, I don't mean to be a slow learner here. No, you're not. Richard. Okay, thank you. No, no, I, I want to explore this. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so I get that there's no we. That, yeah. that I get. But there's no here, there's no place? No, of course not. Can you place, like... is, place is like a, a product of time and space and the phenomenal world. What's place? It's well in the movie, you know? You need physical form, you need time, you need space to have place. Um, it needs separation for something to be in a place. Okay, that I got. I, I wasn't, I want, I want to follow also what you just said the last five minutes, but I do see, I do see the separation. So how could you be here? How could you be here? Can, well, I know it's not the you, Kathy. So are we talking, how could I be here? Are we talking about, or how could you be here? Are we talking about the you form? What, what you are we talking about? You tell me. It was your, it was your statement. Oh. How could you be here? Yeah, we're already here is what you said. There's, I said there's nowhere to go. Yeah, and then you said because we're already here. Oh, so that would be the big I. The big eye is where? Someplace? Everywhere, nowhere. Is that understood? Not totally. Okay, because there's no here and everywhere. See, I'm, I'm lost, to be really honest with you. I, I, don't, I haven't gotten the here. <laughs> okay. I really haven't gotten the here. 
Okay, so everywhere is totality, it's macro. Everywhere is totality. It's all together. Everywhere is all of it, it's the galaxies, cumulative, like. Okay. That's everywhere, okay? Okay. Now, when you say here, we're talking about um, here. Oh. Here, no? Yeah, 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 yeah. Here, yeah. Sunday morning, wherever we are. Yeah. DC. Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> Oh, it's the big eye and the little eye perspective. Uh huh. Okay, okay, I get that. So time and place is only part of the little eye setup. Yes, I do get that. Great. <laughs> uh huh. Okay, okay. This is very helpful. I'm concerned I'm taking too much group. No, no, no. keep Drop going. It. You're doing fine. Drop it. Okay, okay thanks. Um, okay, I, I, yeah, I. Uh, it is, oh, it's I all right. Your language is a bummer, so don't worry about the okay. language. Yeah. You know, I'll jump on it, but that's the way that's I am. That's great. No, fine. Hey. Look, I'd like to dismantle this thing. I'm sure. Okay. Um, so, you know, even put me back on track or whatever. I mean, like, I'm really open. I trust you. Um, anyway, so with this whole... Okay, well, I got, you know, I got that part. So there's nowhere to go. Because... <laughs> okay, <laughs> yeah, yeah, right, I see this, yeah. This is good, I mean... Sorry, I just, uh, uh -huh. I, I, you know, mm, 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 mm. Um, let me see. Thank God I come up with notes. There was something in that. <laughs> Jesus. I should pay her. I really should. <laughs> oh, I um, I'm lost. I just. I I wish I could do a little summary constructs yes and so therefore if there is no time and space 
how can we be here or there or, or anywhere? Yes, this and, is so. Uh, 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 and, you know, there's only the totality of the energy or whatever you want to call it. And right? is there that? Is there the totality of the energy or is that and, just and, a perspective? That's a mind construct also. Correct. Yeah. So, can you so, point to anything that's not a mind construct? No, because we live in our mind, and that's all we know. And uh, mm. uh, to to not know something, we're not familiar with that. With with that, because that's not how we were trained since we we were mm. little shavers, you know. Yeah. 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 So. Yeah. So not knowing is. Can't even talk about it. Correct. You can't even talk about it. <laughs> We're in deep duty. And you. It's tough to follow that. <laughs> sure, don't bother following <laughs> Let's just see what happens. See, I was sitting over there being serious with myself. Microphone. Yeah, we can't I was sitting over there being serious with myself <laughs> while everybody else is having fun. <laughs> Aha! Good that it was yeah. noticed, huh? Yeah. Yeah. I've been trying to think of what I came here to say, or I don't know, but what I was feeling when I was feeling serious with myself, or when the character was being serious with itself. Is spirituality a serious thing? <coughs> well, for this character, everything is serious. Is that okay? Or does it feel out of balance <coughs> in some way? Well, what's coming is that what I was experiencing just walls it's like nowhere left to turn it's just it's just running out No waves, <coughs> waves of energy. Mm -hmm. It's hard to talk about. Constricted. Mm -hmm. There's a feeling of just longing. That's all it is, just longing. 
longing for it to be over. Just the end of the search. This serious character, Deborah, was so irritated with the character, Kathy, for the questions. Mm. It's like, don't you see? There's nothing to be seen. Mm-hmm. But then, Just the, you know, I want, I want what you have. But you, whatever. I don't have anything. I know. And then, I know as soon as I say I want, it's yes. already lost. Yes. So, for the past few years, I've really been, my practice has been trying to allow whatever is the karma play out, whatever. Yeah. And it comes and goes, good days, bad days. Just living in the world seems to be so challenging, just day by day. What does the Deborah character do for fun? (sighs) Well, anymore, not so much. I think um, fun is... um, using a euphemism I self-medicate. And it 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 snaps me out of that. Just small, small amounts. Like, oh my God, this is a story. I'm just running a story. Mm. Mm. And it's like, oh wow. And then I understand. And then I realize, oh my God, I'm so attached to understanding. I crave, I die. Can hardly hear you. I crave. Yeah, just. I I crave the understanding. Uh huh. And that's fun. It's knowing. I love watching documentaries on TV to learn about the history of the world and how the universe began. And the knowing is like just I can't get enough knowing. Okay. And. But that's fun. That which gets a hit out of knowing cannot know what you are. Yeah. It's a different faculty altogether. Yeah. 
Yeah. So it needs to know that it can't know what it's really looking for. Yeah. I think the thing that's clicked most is knowing what you're not. Yes. And that's, that's everything. That's right. That's all that needs to be known. That's all that, that knowing faculty can do is know what you're not. It's the best it can come up with. That's absolutely enough. I'm concerned about lack of fun. Something is, is, is out of balance. Mm, probably. I've always um, struggled with just functioning in the world on a day-to-day -day basis. Mm. Um, I used to think that I could fix that, but I th what I'm coming to accept more is that that's the way it is. Mm -hmm. it's, it's like it's a hard wire. I've gone through, I got through so many years of therapy, I was like, that's just per perpetuating the problem. Okay. Um, medications, you know, it helps a little bit, but fundamentally it doesn't really change it. Yeah. And it's, there's this, uh, yesterday we talked about decisions, you mm -hmm. know, when things are equal. And for me, it's like, many times it's like not even knowing what it, I'm looking at. It's, it's not even a choice about making decisions. It's like everything's all coiled up. Mm. And I spend most of my time trying to be not confused. Mm -hmm. I spend so much energy on not being confused. And um, the world today is just filling us with stuff and stuff and stuff. And, um, you know, the promise of the, you know, the electronic world has just become a nightmare. Um, I step away from my desk and there's 15 emails when I come back and I've got to like, look at this stuff and it's like what am i looking at i can't even process this and it's just it's an onslaught and i've thought you know i've changed careers a few times and i can't think of doing anything better than what i'm doing i'm a, I'm a college professor and um it's extraordinarily rewarding when i get one student that mm -hmm. i feel like i've made a difference in their life or they give me a thank you note or something mm -hmm. but it's 99 percent nonsense and so that takes a lot of my energy i come home and i'm just exhausted and that world is just like constantly go, 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 go. but it's like well if i don't do that what do i do i've tried everything else mm -hmm. and there is the promise that you know a few more years you get through the tenure process, and then you've got some stability. And it's like, that's a real gem. Okay. And it's like, well, I've been doing this for 35 years now. I can do this a few more years. Okay. And then I can do that. Okay. But it's that, and I wonder that the that life itself, that it's, it's that, inability to seem to just operate with a sense of ease every single day, every moment of the day that
drove me in a spiritual path in the first place. And it's like, okay, one reason to stay here is this is the cauldron. This, this is the thing that, that wears the ego down yes. to get to the wall part. And What's the wall? Nowhere left to turn. It's like run its course. You know, last time I saw you, you started out talking about why do people keep coming to satsang year after year after year, decades? You know, this is the end. And I want it to be the end. Um, I don't feel an urge to travel to many places. Um, I've seen a number of teachers and I feel very blessed to have contact with a number of really wonderful people. And I don't need much from that. Like, um, okay. I, keep, I keep on my computer, I keep a couple of lines. One says, so from Eckhart Tolle, it says, non-resistant, non-attachment, non-judgment. And from you, it says, ignore the ego and you're free. And that's my meditation. But when I stay in that, um, life seems bland. You know, there's no down, it's just kind of flat. It's really important that you have fun. It is so important. I'd be thrilled if you dropped all your spiritual practice and took up having fun. Clean, non-medicated fun. <laughs> Whether it's watching yeah. comedies or dancing like a lunatic to Joni Mitchell in the kitchen in your underwear. Or, I mean, you know, just <laughs> let it rip. Yeah. Break out. Something needs to break out. Something. Yeah. It's like you've built a cage around yourself. Yeah. You know, and it's like the only way through this is to actually antidote it. Completely and totally antidote it. Something has gone to an extreme. Yeah. And you've hit a wall. You, you know, you're facing a wall now. You're at the end of an extreme. You're going to have to pull it back to find an equilibrium again. The most important thing you can do is have fun. Every day you need to do something that's light. Use your body, use whatever you can use. You have to have fun. It's like if you energetically bring in what laughter does chemically to the body, it will change so much. It's like your perspective has been like just dampened, dampened, yeah. dampened. Yeah, astrologically, I've got a lot of heavy seriousness in my chart. Sure, and, sure. Um, yeah. Because the, the, the heaviness, too, it's like when, when something is that heavy, I could say, well, drop the desire for, for it to be over. Or, you know, you know I, there was loads of desires that you just kept naming desires of what you wanted, you know? Yeah. Um, and... It's like, if you just drop the desires, you're just going to get even tighter. <coughs> Something is just going to constrict again. It's more kind of, it's like mind interprets 
things with a negative connotation. It's like the filter of, of negativity is really strong. So everything, everything you're going to hear is going to come through that. The only way to drop this filter is through literally fun, lightness, laughter, <coughs> finding something that's carefree and innocent and couldn't give a rattlers. You know? This is so important for you. That's your spiritual practice. It's really interesting. The sensation, this, this, a piece inside that's gone like, no, you can't do that. Yes, yes, of course, of course. Yes, because we're threatening the ego. Enlightenment, not in heavy mint. <laughs> yeah. I'll sometimes put on a spiritual teacher. I think I've probably listened to Eckhart Tolle's New Earth a hundred times, just leave it on continuously, mm. and, and also your recording, mm. and that helps. Do you know that? Do you know that comedy, Two Broke Girls? No. It's a great one. And a great. It's really funny. Do you know it? Two broke girls. Two broke girls. It's really yeah. great fun. Silly comedies. Yeah, I do yeah. that silly Look comedies. Look that. Yeah. I do like silly comedies. I broke like no money. Two broke girls. Yeah, it's, it's great. It's great fun. It's the best TV program that's on of late. It's very stupid. It's very stupid. It's totally stupid, yeah. <laughs> I do like stupid comedies. I was, okay. big, I was a big fan of Monty Python. Okay. All right. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Yeah. So change what's on automatic replay or whatever the button is in your music system. Just change the disc, huh? Just for yeah. a while. Light, light, light. Light, light, light. Free, carefree. And listen to what comes up. There will be fear. <gasps> you lose the plot. <gasps> you've done so much work. You have to, this is hard work. You, you know, you've come so far and this has brought you. You listen to what oh, comes up. Right it's, it's going on right it's now. It's going on right now. This is the work. Now we're moving stuff. It's saying, you don't have time for fun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's your spiritual practice. Let's watch the resistance fall down when you have fun. Watch the fear arise when you have fun. Watch the guilt arise when you have fun. This will shovel out stuff more than anything else for you. Mm. Do you think you can rise to the challenge? I'm you're going to try. Mm. Okay. <laughs> yes. Yeah, go for it. It's really important. It's really, it's going to be so potent for you. Yeah. I think the thing is that it's so easy for me to not do the things. It, it, so much piles up so quickly. Uh -huh. And I love to travel. You know, that, I guess that's fun, you know. I, I, um, I had a conference last year overseas in Turkey, and I, I took some time out, mm. and it was wonderful. It was very, mm. 
enlivening and yes. enriching and yes. this eye-opening and sure. world-changing. Yes. But then, you know, come back and think, oh gosh, now I've really got to pay for that. Yeah, 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 yeah. There's no payback for having fun. There is no debt. There isn't. Mm-hmm. And daily, I mean daily, yeah. your spiritual practice, daily. Half an hour every day. It's really important. Honestly, it's really important. And watch the resistance to it. It's up to you if you let the resistance win or if you do the spiritual practice. It's mm-hmm. up to you. I don't have, I'm pretty um, disconnected right now from people. Um, I would like to have fun with other people. Then join a club, join something. Yeah, that's like keep plugging into these meetup groups and like, yeah, that sounds interesting, but. You don't take this step? Yeah. Um, you know, part of me wants to be in a relationship, but also a part of me is like, it's all drama, and I, I just don't want drama anymore. Are you afraid of life? I'm afraid of the confusion. That's being in life. I was in the store yesterday, and uh, when I get fatigued, which doesn't take too long, it's just like it all just breaks down. I'm just like, everything's coming at me once. Okay. And, and it just like, okay. I just get like, this. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah so, yeah. it's, it's, I'm a, I'm a control freak. Sure. Well, you would be if that's if that's what happens yeah. when you get the sense of having no control. And, you know? and uh, things come in, papers and things that they need to be processed. And I can process them, but I have to go really mm-hmm. very, very slow. In the meantime, this waterfall of stuff is coming in. Yes. And... But you know what? So what? There'll always be waterfalls of stuff and tornadoes. So what? None of us can keep up with the amount of emails that come in. And then there's fallout and shit happens and people explode. And so fucking what? That's life. That's life. And I miss planes. I don't pay the bills. And I get, you know, relationships that go crazy and... I know the trying is a problem, and I've done not trying, and that's the problem. So that's the wall. It's just like... Let things get light. Light. Let everything get light. So I, that I don't know how to do that. Yeah, you see, this is the thing. This I don't is know how thing. to do that. You'll have to actually find out. Yeah. Because then Can it's I like... a date with you for lunch? <laughs> Yeah. I'll have fun Me at too. Lunch. <laughs> <laughs> no, you can have fun at lunch. Okay. Great. Right, right. uh, thank you. I guess I need to find Yeah. <laughs> yes, it's already starting. And it's great that you said thank you. 
because it was like, oops, she could just say, no, 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 I've got plans. And you didn't, you know. So for Jews, something is moving. And if a plane is missed, then there's lightness as a way of living. It's like, oops, made a boo-boo, missed a plane. What's going to happen now? What's going to happen now? It's a bit of a mess now. What's going to happen? And it's literally like that. Well, I guess the experience is that uh, it's, it's not just what's going to happen now, but it's the external things that keep that push me along and I don't know what's happening. Yes. And yes. But this this comes from anxiety, you see. Because, oh yeah. because lots of anxiety. You yeah. see that's it. Because yeah. if anxiety is running, you're going to see things like that as yeah. overwhelm and even no control and stuff is coming in that you have to deal with and you don't have the skills yeah. or the capacity or the headspace. That's anxiety. That's an anxiety so story. If there's lightness, there's no anxiety. Do you see what I mean? So yeah. those things aren't seen. Think life is interpreted as a threat because of the anxiety. Anxiety is the filter. You see, the same things can be happening, but you won't see them the same way. You know, I think one of my earliest memories of this was, I was probably maybe first grade, for doing a big scroll finger painting with the water paint stuff. And uh, I remember knocking over the paint. Mm -hmm. and blankness comes, mm -hmm. which is what happens yeah. and continues to happen. Just yeah, sure. And I could see the paint running over the thing, and that's just what there was. Yeah. And meanwhile, the girl next to me is like, pick it up, pick it up, you're spilling the paint. And, and I'm like, I didn't yeah. know how to react, I didn't yeah. know what to do. And yeah. And that's, I think maybe just the fact that that memory is still with me yeah. is yeah. speeding into the story. Okay, but, but it's, that, that's a way that the functioning mind works also. also. It just goes into like a, a shock, a gap, a pause. Sure, that's all right. Some people have just fight and flight like that, instantaneously, that a reaction comes in to fix something, and some don't. Is one better than the other? No. They're just different. Do you know? Because mm. her fight and flight, fight and flight was in so fast that she was going to tell you what to do because hers was, oh, I want to fix it, I want to fix it, I want to make somebody else do what I was going to do. That was her adrenaline pumping. Yeah. That's her story. Is, was picking up the paint the right thing? Hey, what happens is the right thing. What happens is the right thing. Mm. Do you know? There's only what happens. There, there. Yeah. And then mind has a decision that another way is better, and sure, everybody in the world knows the better way, like. But there's that many varieties of what the right thing is. Every single individual person knows the right thing. Mm -hmm. So, let yours be right for you, huh? Mm -hmm. Let yours be right for you. That's how it plays. It's fine. Yeah. I guess that's why I, I'm kind of a loner, because um, the... It's easier for me to have it be whatever it is when I'm alone. And it's, as soon as there's the friction with any other egos out there, it's, 
you know, that the... It's only your own ego. It's only your own ego. It's only your own ego. Well, the, this ego has the tag onto the paint spilling exercises. There it is up on the wall. And then having all the other children point and say, that's the spot that you ruined. Yeah. It's and like, huh. Everybody noticed my artwork. <laughs> That's what mine could have said too. Everybody okay. saw my bit. Okay. They think it was a mistake, but my bit got noticed to nobody else's. Okay. <laughs> I you guess see? there's a big story going on of never good enough. Yeah, 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 yeah. You've got some underlying beliefs yeah. that are based on yeah. little low confidence, low capability. Yeah. You're 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 just keep keep I, reinforcing oh them. No, I it's have. up to you if you want to keep buying them or not. I'm not interested in going into them in detail. I'm not. Yeah. If you want to keep believing you're not lovable, you're not capable, fine. Yeah. But don't complain about it unless you're going to do something about it. Well, I guess it's not even an awareness that it's going on. Mm, you, you know, know now. No, I'm seeing it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the, the low confidence is big. Yeah, yeah. You know, I should be full of confidence, you know, for the amount of education and experience that I mm. have is like you know. believing in yourself it's it's not to do with with what you what you achieve out there it's it's you believing in you confidence is an inside gig I have to confess that when that that part of the tape rolls around and you're talking about that that's one that I don't quite get okay are you capable of believing that you're lovable and you're capable? Yeah. And it's like, I don't get it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The part, you know, no me, no I. You know, that, that, there's a resonance there. Yeah. But am I capable of believing that I'm lovable or that I'm capable? Lovable, maybe. Capable. Capable sounds like a doing. And there's so much struggle in doing. Yeah, but you still manage. You've got a job. You're here today. You look presentable. Well, like. yeah, but it's like, it's, that's, but it that's still huh? wearing out. It's like, okay. Really getting tired of that. Really getting tired of that. I mean, if I were to evaporate in a cloud of smoke this instant, I would be so happy. Mm. No. Sure. Sure. Let's yeah. start with having fun. Okay. This is where we start. Okay. Confidence will grow from that. Because it's all cementing in. It's the same thing, cemented. Lightness is the way to lift the lid on this. Do you know? And with lightness and having fun, you'll find yourself that you'll have to be in a position of mixing with other people. If you really prioritize it, automatically other people will start coming in or you'll be around. And it's like, when that happens, you are there not to make friends, not to imagine what they're thinking or you're thinking of them. You, none of that is going on. You're there to have fun. Keep the focus on you're there to have fun. Keep a selfish focus. This is me having fun. Any add-on that comes with interacting with other people, fine, a bonus. Mm -hmm. They don't need to like me, accept me, see me in any light, doesn't matter. <coughs> I'm here to have fun. Keep your focus on yourself. Okay. 
it will ripple. Whereas if you go into, oh, what's happening now? What's the outside? What's, you lose it. Yeah. You lose it. You have to stay focused on this. Just the lightness. The lightness. Fun, light, careless, yeah. carefree. Yeah. Have a giggle at things. And remember that kid, you know, pump into that memory. Sit with that memory and pump in an alternate response. You can, you can reprogram a memory, you know. Pump in an alternate response. Imagine you're there in first grade, you know, and they're saying, look at the part that you missed, you know, and I'm just like, everybody's looking at my piece, everybody's <laughs> looking at my piece. Do you know? Rewrite the memory. Rewrite the memory. That's, okay. that's absolutely doable. Absolutely doable. It's up to you. There's an awful lot you can do, an awful lot you can do with very little effort, really. Okay. Something must be going on because I'm like yeah. this, and yeah. I'm trying to say, okay, yeah, just let that, yeah, let the energy. Go. Absolutely, absolutely. Let the fear arise, let the nervousness arise, and say, you know what? So what? We're going to do it anyway. Yeah. You know. Let it get light. Okay? Okay. All right, let's see how it percolates. Okay. All fun lovers. <laughs> <laughs> see me at lunch. <laughs> <laughs> Hi. Hi. I keep coming back to Satsang because I forget. Mm. My amnesia is very strong. I've been coming around for over 15 years. Uh -huh. And it's helpful. Mm -hmm. And I accept that the massive energy that's called people in the world, and even this table, it's all the same. And I've had the grace of living that each moment is just the next thing. You know, life is just the next thing. And, and it doesn't matter what it is. It's just what's ever next is, is life. Okay. And coming to Satsang, I believe, helps me to drop pieces of my story. And I'd like to share something uh, it was like an epiphany or dropping of a large piece of my story. In 2005, I was having an argument with my husband. And afterwards, it came to me that if I don't become any more witty, any more, you know, any smarter, any more advanced in my career, if I don't make any more money, if I don't, you know, X, Y, Z, I'm okay with that. I'm okay. And it was really like a curtain mm. just went like this. Mm. And that has never left. Okay. Lovely. And so there is progress. And so that's why I keep coming back. And right now I'm in a spot where I'm focused on the micro portion of being human. I left my husband about nine months ago because I, I felt unhappy 
I, was, I had become very negative. I was walking on eggshells. Mm. And I couldn't make positive changes for myself. Mm. You know, we had gone to therapy. We'd done this. We'd done that. Um, you know, we had been married for 15 years. And I just became very myopic. Mm. You know, it's just like this negative channel of, of mm. you know, suffering. Yeah. And so I left to relieve that suffering, yeah. which caused a different kind of suffering. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh -huh. and Was the trade worth it? So far it's been. Okay. And I want to talk about how a, a human's story, experiences, uh, just stuff, how, how to operate with that. And, you know, I can tell myself, well, acceptance, operate with ease, take care of yourself, and, you know, and then life will move along. I don't believe I'm stuck um, because I left my husband. I mean, I, I feel, you know, life goes on. I'm looking forward to the future. You know, I'm going to land on my feet. I never, you know, I never got off my feet, really. And so, so that's, that's still running. The, the positive energy, the hope, the whatever is still running. And... I do seek to relieve suffering, though. Mm -hmm. you know, I, I take antidepressants because it relieves suffering. I take medicine for my physical body because it relieves suffering. Mm -hmm. And so in this place of being separated, you know, I've been picking apart my story and analyzing, is there any hope to put it back together in a certain way to get back with my husband? And I say no. I believe that my story, my pathology, my personality, and his just don't work well together. Okay. No judgment. I used to judge. Yeah. And right now I've come to acceptance that yeah. there's, there's no judgment in that. So perhaps if I get in a relationship, I'll need to find somebody who's maybe closer to my type uh -huh. of operating in the world emotionally. Uh -huh. And so I won't create more suffering. So is being a human, is it really about avoiding suffering? Not, not like running in front of a tra uh, freight train, you know, trying to escape suffering, but just consciously choosing, well, this person will trigger my suffering, so I really think I should go with the other one. Mm -hmm. Or this job will make me miserable, so I'm going to find something that I like to do. I mean, I, and then I start thinking about I'm a social worker, so I work with people to change their behaviors, to relieve their suffering, to help them conform to this culture's constructs of values and what is mental health and what is considered functional here in, the, in this country. And basically what this culture believes will bring happiness. And oh. yeah, and I know, I know, I know. Happiness is not a release or a decrease in suffering necessarily. It's a temporary state, and I and so I don't seek that just to get um, consecutive temporary states of happiness in others or in myself because because I know there's a. Uh, underlying sense of, well, I call it a sense of well-being or a sense of wellness that's, that's underneath all, all my story and these constructs and everything. And that, that's what sustains me.
But right now, the micro-focus is on pain and suffering and, you know, should I really try to reconcile? I don't believe there's any hope. There's, you know, there's no right and wrong and, and I'm okay being single. I mean, it's easy to be single, I think, um, because my story isn't being triggered. Um, could you speak to what I just said, please? Mm. It's funny because in the avoidance of suffering, suffering has become huge in your life because trying to avoid it makes it a real phenomena which reinforces that it's real and that it's mm -hmm. got a threat over you. Mm -hmm. So by, by, by finding ways or allowing the avoidance of suffering to influence your decision-making, you're actually enlarging the belief in suffering. Mm -hmm. So you're, you're kind of biting your own, cutting off your nose to spite your face here. Um, with all due respect to the American Constitution, like, happiness is not possible. It's not. It's not. You, know, you, you will never be happy. That's not, that's, you know, that's not possible. You, you will never be happy. That's the whole point. Happiness is not a phenomenal thing. It's this carrot that's teased. Right. I, under I understand But you'll that. never be happy. What about operating as humans that have these feelings and emotions and desires and, you know, just needs? I mean, that's, that's just an illusory state. That's just, that's just, that's just mm -hmm. believing the eye. Like, you're talking as if it's real. It's not. And you're, you're like, it's like you want to keep that part real, but at the same time, you just want to fix it and make it right. And it's like, no, the, the, where you're talking from is a lie. Well, I can't live alone, meaning I can't... I, I who's this I? Well, the interdependence. I need a job, I need money, I need friends. I just can't go live in a park without resources, without human but contact. Not, but your life isn't the problem. Well, your I perspective mean, on it is the problem. So I, I seek this out to be no, sitting in this chair. Your perspective is enough, enough. Okay. Enough. Your perspective is erroneous. You're hanging on. To, to how you see the world. How you see the world is mistaken. And you're hanging on to it, trying to make the world work. And the, your perception of the world is the problem. It will never work the way you're coming from it. What about working at a level or making it work at a functional, you know, so-called functional level? It works at a functional level. We all know that you have to work for money, so we get right. jobs, okay? It's common sense. It's not a big deal. We just do it. How you think is the problem. Functioning is fine, you know? We, we, food and shelter and, and the rest is potluck. If you have enough money for medical insurance, great. If you don't, you don't. You know what I mean? This is, this is life. Mm -hmm. That's not the problem. How you think, the perspective, the belief that there is you and the belief in values and the belief in in all the things you talked about, this is just totally gobbledygook. Really. It's illusion and it's a set of laws that you have assumed to be real. And of course you come back to satsang to remind you because you're going back out there, in, you're sitting in satsang now, completely reinforcing as if where you're talking from is valid. It's not. It's garbage. It's garbage. Well, I, I want to push back a little bit on that. Yeah. I mean, how, did, how did you decide then to, you know, Wear that shirt, those pants, that jewelry. I, I mean, didn't those, decide. Those are decisions. No, they're not. I mean... They're so not. They're not? No, they're not decisions. No. Mm -hmm. Things just happen. 
decisions, you see? The I keeps coming in. Your perspective is that I must be in control here. I must be the one making this happen. That's the reference point you keep coming back to. You do stay clothed, though. You do stay fat. I? Do I? Do I do something about it? It happens. There is no I who's managing this. So somewhere there is a belief system operating in you that's, that's imagining that if you don't manage you, something is going to fall apart. It's like this resilient, strong woman. Fine, fine, but she's going to be brought to her knees. She just imagines that her will is the thing to, to make the world go around, or her own world go around at least. No, your will is the thing that's causing the suffering. And you spend your time avoiding it because you're creating it because of this will. I want to get very specific. Like when I was living with my husband, I also I often felt like I was walking on eggshells. Yeah. My central nervous system was just yeah. full of anxiety, yeah, yeah. and I could not control that. Yeah, I tried to control it, you know, by yeah. medicine, by therapy, by yeah. taking timeouts, yeah. by you know. And now that I'm not living with him, I don't have that yeah. contraction. Yeah, and I didn't control that either, except for leaving. Yeah, leaving. Yeah, sure. Something has to tell. I had to tell you to go. Sure. But you can, you can say, you can see, well, I just got pushed out. Or you can say, I had to go because of A, B, C, D. No, life pushed you out. Mind just said, I have to get out for my health or I have to get out because I can't make this work any other way. I've tried everything. This is mind imagining that it was the thing making the decision. Do you see? I, I do see. Okay. I actually do okay. see. Like, like you said, I'm very micro-focused right now because of all this confusion and, and emotional pain. And, it, you know, I, I do believe in, called the, the goodness or the energy of the universe. I believe I'll always have a job. I believe, you know, just because I believe I'll land on my feet. I just see all I, these beliefs. I believe this that life, after. You see that all life will take care of me. All of these so beliefs I, have to go. I don't worry about that. You're not listening to me. Well, I, I, it's a belief. It's a contract, though. It, it's like a... I can't explain it in words. It's like I feel I'm in the flow of life, universe, massive energy, whatever we want to call it. Okay. And these are just the tasks I do because I operate in this... I'm a human in this culture, in this country. And is that just busy work? Is that just busy work? Yeah. I mean, it's just, it's it's just, just a busy. function of being human that I pull apart my story and I look at it or I make decisions about should I eat this? Oh, that'll raise my cholesterol. No, I'll eat that. But this is just mind imagining that it's making decisions. And you're not seeing that mind is doing this. You're really believing it because you keep defending. I believe, I believe, I do this. I, this is, you, you, you're in it. You're in it. And I'm saying step back and see what mind is doing. You're buying all the stories of mind. And I'm trying to come back and have a look to listen to what you're saying. Listen to it. I know I'm buying the stories. That's why I'm suffering. Yeah. It's just so stop buying them. Stop buying them. Don't justify it. Don't justify it because you'll be back in there. Come on now. How would it be not to buy these stories? Not to buy.
by any of it. To be kind of more of a leaf in the wind rather than paddling your canoe. Okay, albeit you're going with the flow of the river, but let's say you threw away the oars, you know? Mm -hmm. Just something is kind of revved up and, and you imagine you're making it happen. It's just that you're believing a whole layer of thinking here that I'm after. Because you've always believed it and that's how the world works and that's how you, you play your part in it and it's like that whole construct has you in a bind. As far as making it happen, so do you believe in destiny? Believe, believe, believe. I mean, if there's an opportunity, I feel like... You don't believe in anything. Beliefs are the... You keep going back to beliefs. You believe, do I believe? It's like belief. This is the problem. This is the problem. All beliefs will have to go because the thing that believes a belief is a personalized story and a personal lie is nothing more than an idea. There is nothing there to believe anything. So when you say you believe something, all that's happening is there's an energetic contraction which is causing suffering. It's not life or job or having to cope or minding your nervous system. These aren't the things that are causing suffering. Things that's causing suffering is the contraction around belief systems. You don't see that a belief system is actually the contraction. I do. I do. No, I'm totally with that. Okay. You know, then I stop saying, do I believe and you believe. Stop well, using it, it as a it's, reference point. it's the only way you can talk about it. No. No, there's something in it. No, 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 it's, it's, it's pulling you in, really. It's pulling you in by the back door, you know, it's a sneaky one. You won't have anything to talk about if you saw that the way beliefs work, it, it's not worth talking about. Well, that's why I know I'm suffering now, because yeah. of that micro-focus on yeah, yeah, feelings, yeah. beliefs, yeah, yeah, nervous yeah. systems, yeah, 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 things yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah. My mind throws up that if I don't manage yes. it, that's right. You know, just to say, see ya, yeah. you know, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. that's irresponsible. Yeah, this is um, what I, I could get into something similar with the next relationship. Yeah. So I want to avoid that. Okay, now I'm telling you to throw away the oars. Don't avoid it. The controller is the problem, the controller is keeping the eye alive. It is not helping you at all anymore. The controller is the cause of the suffering. Throw away the oars. If you get into an awful dysfunctional relationship, happy days, you're going to learn loads. Mm -hmm. Let it come. Let it come. The controller is the one that's not helping you now. Because I still believe in discretion. Of course. You know, if I feel something's not right. Of course, but I'm, you're I'm mixed gonna, up with the controller. I'm not going to go forward. You're, you're mixed up with the controller. The controller has bought discretion and discrimination. You're not able to weed the two of them at the moment because the controller is so strong. Your personal will is very strong. So the controller to avoid suffering? The controller is trying to run your life and run the show and has... The controller is strong here. I have a concrete example. I'm deciding right now if I'm going to go on vacation with, with my husband. And I pulled out because I didn't want to string him along or create more hurt for him. Mm -hmm. I think we'd have a good time together. However, he wants to reconcile and I don't. Mm -hmm. I, want to, I still want to stay close to him, which he says isn't fair, but we're still attached to each other. Mm -hmm. 
So I feel like that's responsible. Um, it's responsible. Towards another human being. Well, well, it depends what way you look at it. I mean, if he can't just be friends, then what being responsible would say, okay, let's have no contact for six months and set him free. I mean, that would be another way to be responsible. Yeah. You know, but, but, you know, if you've got these codes and values of how to live and how to be responsible and how to be respectful and all these values, they have to go. Something inside you will either, there'll either be a gut response to going on holidays with them or they won't. And believe it or not, your intellect won't be much good in telling you which one. Because the controller is, has hijacked your intellect. And going back to the gut, so is living without the eye going by the gut? Not really. It's just that it would be a very good stepping stone for you right now to stop bringing in your value system and the control or the rational mind because it's very powerful. Your personal will is very powerful at the moment. So to go with the gut would just, just introduce an intuition as opposed to the intellect. To just mm -hmm. shift power, that's mm -hmm. all. As a, as a, un, until you actually see the flow of the river and that there's nothing at all, no decision to be made at all. But you can't tune into that right now. Because, because it's all, it's just coming from a cerebral place, you know? Mm -hmm. You know? To stop avoiding suffering. That's the controller. That's the agenda of the controller. So to... Welcome it. Walk into suffering. Yeah, if that's where it takes you, that's where it takes you. I'm not saying for or against. I'm saying suffering is part of life. What's wrong with mm -hmm. it? What's wrong with it? Yeah, it comes and goes. Comes and goes. Mm -hmm. But the controller is like, whoa, I'm going to do everything I can to avoid it. You see? And it's like, well, that'll bring it into you because, because that's, that's a pretty contracted position. You know? Embrace suffering. It's fine. It's a great teacher. I agree, it is a great teacher. Yeah. Just let there be less control. Less control. See if you can tune into your gut or your heart, any place except the rational mind. And, you know, if you want a daily prayer, not my will but thine. If you, if you can anchor that one into your system, That'll help a huge amount. It's like there's something, something that's brought you this far, that's solid and hard and a strong coping woman. And it needs to break. It's actually not working for you anymore. Something has to soften. Something has to soften. And if you go after your personal will, it'll break. Let life have its way with you and see what happens. Looking forward to it. Good for you.
podcast this afternoon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I know how that. Yeah, you know how to phone you. It's not your thing. It's, yeah. Oh. Hi. Hi. How are you? Same as always. I'm so Good to. Um, well, I don't have too much to say, because everything is just, it just is, you know, it's just, okay. and, um, and even when upset comes up, yeah. um, even in the moment it's seen and then it's, it's much more easily, whatever, dissipates. And what's been coming up um, recently is a, a desire to share, not necessarily satsang in this sense, but to kind of share this, whatever this is, with, um, I guess, masses, with the masses. Not, you know what I'm saying? You, okay. Do you understand what I'm saying? You're frowning. <laughs> Keep talking. Okay. Well, there's a desire, for example, I'll give you an example. Um, I really um, appreciate, for, I don't know if you have access to the OWN channel. I try to watch the minimal stuff. Minimal, okay. So um, Oprah has shared um, like Eckhart Tolle, teachings online and um, some other teachers on her new sure. network. Okay. So I really appreciate that that's, it's more available. Okay. Um, and there's also been this desire to share this, I guess in circles where people are open, but not really accessing. But I'm not really interested in the Sad subject sound. of a desire. Okay. Mm -hmm. I'm not really interested in the subject of a desire. It could mm -hmm. be a desire to have a cigarette or a desire to mm -hmm. go on Oprah or whatever. No, no, no I don't want no, to go on Oprah. I'm not saying yeah, yeah. Uh, you are. Okay. It, it's just an example. Mm -hmm. So, like, drop the desire. If what happens, happens. Okay, I hear you. I do. It's about the desire. It's mm -hmm. not about the subject. I don't care how mm -hmm. fantastic or banal it is. It's like, desire is desire. Okay. I mean, there's nothing wrong with the world. It doesn't need fixing. It doesn't need enlightening or illuminating. It doesn't mm -hmm. need clarity. It doesn't need to understand. The world is just fine. You'll either be picked up to do something or you won't. Okay. Or drop the desire. Yeah, huh? yeah. I hear you. Um, and would you share more about how life flows here as Jack? Don't think about it. I don't control it. I don't... There's no I to do anything with it, so... Mm -hmm. So life just happens and I'm not concerned. Mm -hmm. I'm not really concerned about it, you know? Mm -hmm. The working mind manages flights and manages nutrition and recording devices and sometimes it's off the wall and sometimes it's functioning well and I'm not concerned. I'm not just not too concerned about life. It's just ticking away. I'm not interested in it, you know? And mm -hmm. that's the only language I can use. But, but it's just that there's nobody there who's engaging in it, investing in it, wanting something better. It's like there's nobody there. So it's not like there's an eye who's there who's not, not interested in it. It looks mm -hmm. like that, or that's the only language I can use. But it's just like, sure, life isn't an issue. It just happens. Mm -hmm. and it's, it's, not, it's not real. As it's happening, what's observed? Nothing. Nothing. 
no, sure, like, it's just happening. It's like mm. an autopilot thing. Mm. It's just all an autopilot. So this very... Not really, it's not anything. It's not anything. No, because if it's something, then it must be in contrast to something else. Mm. It must be an experience. And it's like, too much, too much. It's just a dream. It's just a dream. It's just a dream. Mm. How... Mm. As a dream... Okay. If there's no I, there's no I. No, there this, is no I. There is no that's, I. That's so it thought. doesn't. E the I doesn't even come and go in. I know. What's there's, that's only a thought. Well, why would it mm -hmm. be believed? I mean, it's totally. The whole thing is just a dream. How could a particular aspect of it come in and out? The whole thing is a dream. So, so dream. Is there a constance to the dream, or is it? They're a constant. Or is dream. it sort of ebbing and flowing? It's a dream. It's always a dream. If that's a constant, constant, yeah. It's always not real. That's a constant. Within itself, it's always changing. There's nothing constant in it. But as a concept, there's a there's a consistency. Consistency. Whatever the word is. I made up the word, I think. Yeah. Is a consistency. Okay. Does the dream ever disappear? Does it ever Oh, yeah, it stop? never happened. It never happened and it can't stop. It cannot stop? No, it cannot stop and it never happened. <laughs> honest to God, both are valid. Like, I have to say both together, that, you know? Wow. It can't stop and it never happened. It's not real. It could never have happened. There's only what I am, and that knows. No, I can't say that either. There is no dream. There really and truly is no dream. But within the dream, infinity is built in, so it can't stop. Huh. So in infinity is kind of playing through mm. everything. Mm. Everything phenomenal, yes. Mm. Gives it this continuum. How does it play through the nothing? It doesn't. It doesn't, okay. It, it's not real. So even infinity is a concept? Of course. Ah. <laughs> ah. Hmm. Okay. I think so. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. about intention mm. how do I know if my intention which is to wake up mm -hmm. to strip away the not real mm -hmm. 
is not just a better story yes. that my mind has grasped onto. Yes. And is trying to yes. co-opt. Very good. Okay. <clears throat> Have you ever dropped that search? I don't know what that means. Okay. Is the 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 movement towards whatever will help you to awaken? Does it come from is there any sense of where it energetically starts? It comes from somewhere I, I couldn't describe. Okay. In the, and, mm-hmm. and I think it's, it's always been there. Um, it's just this feeling of not rightness. Yes. Something's missing, mm-hmm. I think. Is it felt in any location in the body? Yeah. Where? Right here. Ah. My lower back area. Lower, yeah, yeah. There's a lot of sensation there, like charge. Okay. Ah. I'm, I'm not a really embodied person, yeah. so it just feels yeah. weird. Yeah. Me, that sometimes there's like this yeah. energy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, sounds like a Kundalini energy that's like stirring. Mm. What does that mean? Mm. Um, in a nutshell, uh, th- there, there, there is a, an energy that runs up through the spine. Um, it's, it's, it's used and abused like all things. It can be used for sex and that's the abuse of it. And it can be used for, for it, literally, it literally blows the circuits. It literally can run up the spine and, and blow some neurological wiring in mind. So, so there's all kinds of practices for, for moving that energy up. But it'll happen organically if it's going to happen, so I wouldn't worry about it. But a lot of people do, they put a lot of effort into, into, into awakening this Kundalini. It's a spiritual practice, no? And then there's a lot of movements for using Kundalini for great sex. That happens too. So... Um, what does that have to do with waking up? Uh, it's a spiritual practice. Not when it's used for sex, but for like Kundalini yoga or something. This is a spiritual practice. Mm. So it's just that sounds very much like what that charged energy in your in your sacrum is. That's that's Kundalini. Mm-hmm. So so if there's a physiological happening, then for sure your mind is playing. It has hijacked a movement that's happening in order to interpret, in order to understand what's happening. Mm-hmm. Because you know the fact that you said it, it's it. It arises from some place that you can't describe. It's like, well, if it was a thought, you'd know it arises from my mind. It would be absolutely clear. Well, well, it's just the only idea that makes sense. You would talk cerebrally. Mm-hmm. 
you know, but you're not describing it like that. You see? So then mind is just trying to make sense of it and it's hobby horsing on it. And of course, that's what mind will do, just like our last speaker. There's a movement of life, but mind imagines that it's making it happen and imagines it's making the decision and imagines it's, you know. So then, of course, the, 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 the doubting faculty is hold on. Did this originate with mind? And great that you're asking it. Because what it's showing me is that you, you have this um, uh, thoroughness. Um, uh, I'm sure there's a better word than that tenacity to, to, to double-check things, mm -hmm. you know, the ability to kind of just question it all and to see where is there something sneaky going on. Mm -hmm. This is the quality I'm interested in. This is the quality that's helping you. Mm -hmm. yeah. You're not fooling yourself, you know? <coughs> yeah. I have for a long time. Yeah. And I'm starting to see through that yeah. for the first time in my life. Yeah. And I'm cautious that it's not just more of the same. Yeah. And so I realize that any step of or concept of progress, which obviously doesn't exist, no, but I was, you know, yes. I've in my former life was always very progress oriented. Yeah. And so the smell of it, I realize can take me right back into that. Yes. Yes, it would. And leads me down wanting to ask all these questions like how do I stay on the path or how do I Yeah, yeah. And yeah. I realized that No, none of that is important. How. No. Yeah. No. Follow your feet, you know? Your your next step will, will, will happen and you only need the next step. And you take the wisest step that you can, the one that makes sense to you. At every moment. At every moment. And keep it so simple. The simpler you can make your path the cleaner and clearer it can be. Simplicity will really help you keep it simple. Pare it down. Mm. If you go into, off you go. You, mm. you won't find any clarity in analysis or going up there, you won't. Mm, that's, that's my false refuge, it's, I go there. Yeah, absolutely disastrous for you. Yeah. Mm. Simple. Yeah, yeah, absolute simple, clean, even your lifestyle, even your home, keep everything basic. What do I need? Not frugal, not contracted, mm -hmm. but just smooth, not complex. Mm -hmm. Not complex. Um, to encourage that, or so simplicity, wanting to set the causes and conditions around simplicity. Um, It's lifestyle I'm talking about. Mm -hmm. Okay. A lifestyle would support you. For many, it makes no difference at all. But for you, it would support you. Okay. Does that make sense? Yeah, no, it, it's actually something that's naturally already happening. Fantastic. So I've, this might sound silly, but, you know, I unplugged my television. Yeah. I signed off, like, Facebook. Well done. I'm not okay. watching movies. Yeah. I'm totally yeah. pared down. Yeah, well done. Oh, yes. Happy days. It's, it's just it's authentically days. happening mm. already. Mm. And it's leading me to a more secluded, kind mm. of internally focused yes. place. Yes. Yes. Which, I mean, I'm loving. Yes. And I just, 
again, I'm worried that I'm fetishizing or my mind is okay. saying, oh, so this is, now you have to play the aesthetic. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So I'm, again, I'm, just, I'm yeah. always looking for yeah. where the ego is slipping in because yeah. I don't want to. Yeah. So. If you're getting tight assed about it, mm. then you've gone into the ego part of it. Okay. Do you know? Yeah. You know? <laughs> I know, trust me. I'm picking up the American language. <laughs> Do you know? If if it feels if there's denial coming in, yeah. Watch for that. Yeah. This isn't about denial. No. This is about support. Mm -hmm. But if it feels like denial, you've gone to some monastic thing. That's not mm -hmm. it's like a contemporary simplicity. It's mm -hmm. a contemporary simplicity. Yeah. That's the definition of it, you know? Not monastic, not denial. None of that stuff Balance. going on. Balance. Yeah. Yeah. Just something that's wholesome and supports, supports you. Okay. And one more question. Yeah. Um, so thinking about this in the context of, you know, occupying my, my human experience, which is um, my career is one of extreme intensity, a lot of pressure. It's like the factory of I. Like I walk around and everybody's like wearing their big I t-shirts. Yes. Yeah. You know. Um, <laughs> it's, it's hard. Yeah. To yeah. not create um, a sense of compartmentalization in my uh -huh. in my day and in my life. Uh -huh. Um. But I think right now I'm in a place of not doing kind of what you're saying, just like stripping down. Yeah. So it's I don't want to be like wanting to start a new career or just leave my no, career. No, I wouldn't either. Do you have any thoughts on how do I engage with, you know, this environment? Use it as your teacher. No judgment. Watch how you see separation. Watch how labeling happens in the workplace. Mm -hmm. Go after the labeling mechanism that's going on automatically. It's, it's your mind is what sees it as, as, a, as, a, as an ego factory. Mm -hmm. It's your mind that labels it thus. You know, none of this is real. That's what you don't see. But you're seeing ego factories and it's like, sure, so what? Right. It's that got to do with anything. It's not real. Mm -hmm. um. <clears throat> it's your teacher. Let it, let it see you. Let, let, it, let it be where you see how, how mind is creating stories. And acting from that place, mm. which I've started doing, mm. isn't always received very well. Yeah. Then let a role of being a professional happen. Okay, so I have to maintain a semblance of... It will happen automatically. It'll happen automatically. It's like, okay, I'm being paid to be a professional here. Be a professional. Use the jargon. Use whatever it is. Okay. Just let a role happen and you know you're not it. Okay. You see? Yeah. You know you're not it. And like the guy who's sitting here, you know you're not that either. You're not him either. This is another role that's been, play, been played. Yeah, this is just a dialectic that's playing out. Absolutely. Yeah. None of it is you, you see. So it's all roles. It's all just roles being played by consciousness, not even by you. So in the meantime at work, it might feel like you are, not, are, are allowing a role to be played. But not. No, not at all. We're just, we're just giving you a, a, a breather from yeah. identity. Yeah, and I think there is still a little charge around that being like somehow is compromising, but there's nothing to compromise. There's no I No, no. The I compromises and all this garbage. Yeah. Baloney. Okay. 
Yeah, yeah. Nothing awesome. lost, nothing gained at all. Awesome. Uh, Thank you so much. You're welcome. Mm-hmm. We'll do lunch or... Yeah, okay, we'll do lunch. <laughs> It'll be too long. All right.